Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, the gay family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. And now let's look in on the Coopers. It's afternoon and we find Liz Cooper entertaining her Tuesday bridge club. Throughout the room, there's a quiet concentration on the cards. Cupid look in your eye. Dude. Just keep your... 
keep your grubby little paws off him with. No matchmaking. But he sounds like such a goodie. No matchmaking. Oh. Why is it that every married woman makes it her personal business to marry off every single man? Whatever do you mean? You know what I mean. Look, if a man is lucky enough to still be single... What? Well, I, I didn't mean it that way. You know how I feel about marriage. Well, that's better. Yeah, if a man is smart enough to what? still be... <laughs> well, there must be some word to describe what I mean. The word is stupid. All right. If a guy is stupid enough to be single, leave him be. After all, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Anyway, you leave him alone. Now, now, come on, I'll introduce you. Oh, all right. But he sounded just right for Peggy Martin. You let Peggy Martin get her own husband. I wouldn't mind if she got her own. She's getting everybody else's. <laughs> oh, sorry to keep you waiting, Herb. Uh, this is my wife, Liz. Liz, this is Herb Paxton. How do you do, Mrs. Cooper? How do you do... Ooh, Mr. Paxton... Well, I've just been admiring your home, Cooper. Uh, thank you. It just goes to show what can happen when you have a woman around the house. Yes. Yes. We have one of the best maids in town. <laughs> George. Mrs. Cooper, I hope you won't mind having an unexpected guest for dinner like this. Mind? Of course not. What's the wife for? That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, on your next trip to town, Mr. Paxton, why don't you bring your wife along? Liz, that's all right, Cooper. I don't have a wife. Oh, what a pity. A handsome, charming man like you. Uh, well, certain. Paxton, I, uh, I certainly hope you see your way clear to building your factory here in town. Well, everything so far looks very favorable. Uh, Mr. Paxton, could I ask you something? Why, certainly. Liz, we're trying to talk business. Oh, this is about business, George. Well, okay. Uh, if you should build your plant in this town, Mr. Paxton, that's the business part of it, George. Uh, did it ever occur to you how lonely it would be to come home after a hard day's work and not have anyone waiting at the door for you? Oh, I don't have to worry about that. Oh, you don't? No. I've got a wonderful little cocker spaniel. <laughs> I've located your fish. Ooh, who is this girl? A business friend. A business friend of George's. He's luscious and loaded. Uh, did you arrange for him to meet Peggy Martin? Not yet. George wouldn't let me. Uh, <laughs> but I did find out he lives at the Sheridan Falls Hotel, and I'm going down there and take care of that little matter right now. Oh, Liz, you get the Bridge Club Achievement Award for this. But I don't want any award. If you'd see him, you'd realize this is fun. Uh... <laughs> well, if you're too busy, Liz, I could take some of my valuable time to get out of the... Oh, no, you don't. I'm making this sacrifice. Yeah. Well, let me know what happens, girl. Yeah, I'll buzz you the minute I get back and give you the scoop. <laughs> Hello? 
Mr. Paxton. Well, hello, Mrs. Cooper. Come in. <laughs> I bet you never expected to see me here, did you? Well, not so soon, anyway. <laughs> Sit down. So soon? Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Paxton. Yes, Mrs. Cooper? I, I got to thinking that... Here you are in a strange town, and you don't know a soul, and... Oh, you're so right, Liz. <laughs> Liz? Uh, Mr. Paxton, I thought that what you need is an attractive woman to show you around the town. Would you like that? You know I would. What about your husband? Oh, you don't understand. Oh, I think I do. I was talking about someone else. Sure, sure. I mean it. I want you to meet one of the girls in our bridge club. Oh, you don't need to pretend with me, Liz. <laughs> pretend? Now, look. Oh, I read that look in your eye last night, and you kept trying to get your husband out of the room so you could talk to me. I can't. <laughs> now, now, you stand back there. Mr. Paxton, I did want to talk to you, but it was about this other girl, Peggy Martin. I think you two should know each other. Uh, Peggy Martin. Yes, yes, you believe me, don't you? Of course. Oh. <laughs> when do you want to meet me, Peggy? <laughs> now, Mr. Paxton... Oh, you can't fight things like this, Liz. This was meant to be. <laughs> Please, stay away from me. You stay on that side of the table. I only want you to meet Peggy Martin. Be honest, Liz. <laughs> on the corner of Main and Elm at 5 o'clock tonight. Wow. All right. That's a day. Good afternoon, Mr. Paxton. Oh, wow. Of all the tough breaks. I've hit a temporary snag. What do you mean? I had the date set with Paxton for 5 o'clock on the corner of Main and Elf. I just called Peggy Martin and she's out of town. Oh. What are you going to do? I called him back, but I can't get in touch with him. I'll have to go down to Main and Elf myself and tell him it's all off. Well, Miss Paxton, I guess that's all the business we have to do today. Yeah. Just in time, too. I have to uh, pick up my date in 15 minutes. A date? <laughs> One of our local girls? Yeah. Uh, who is she? Well... Oh, come on, come on. I know everyone in town. Who's the lucky girl? Well, I guess I can trust you not to blab it around. She's just... She's married. <laughs> oh, no. down to my hotel and begged me to go out with her. Oh, you devil! <laughs> she kept telling me she's really making the date for a friend. <laughs> oh, that old dog! <laughs> well, I gotta get going. Which way is, is Maine and Elm? And, uh, that, uh, three blocks down and two blocks to the left. Say, uh, uh, that's the night. I don't suppose you'd want to tell me her name, would you? Atterbury. 
Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked. Well, I better be going now. I don't want to keep the little lady waiting. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. Oh, this is too good to keep. Uh, George, boy. Yes, Mr. Atterbury. George. Paxton just left here, boy. He's got a date. What about it? She's married. No kidding. Who is it? I didn't ask him. Oh. <laughs> of course not. Uh, come on, boy. Come on where? We're going to take a little ride past the corner of Maine and Elm and see you it is. Isn't that being a little bit sneaky? Sneaky? It's despicable. <laughs> Get your hat. Let's go. There's Paxton. He's talking to her. Oh, she's the one, all right. Ride slowly, George. Yeah, I am. Now she, she, she's turning around. Yeah, now we can see her. Now we... Oh, God! <laughs> George, you idiot, you crumpled your fender. Oh, that's nothing to what I'm going to do to Paxton. Oh, that big homewrecker. Oh, he was such a good account, too. Well... Go ahead, boy. Oh, there's George. What are you doing here? I'll talk to you later. Well, Mr. Atterbury. Shame. <laughs> All right, Paxton, put up your juke. What? George. Now, listen, Cooper, let's not be hasty. Yeah, I'll try you. this for size. <laughs> nice work, boy. You really crumpled his fender. your solemn promise to keep your cute little nose out of other people's business. I promise. I'm retiring my nose from active poking. <laughs> Good. Come on, give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. George Cooper, you're a big stinker. Hey, what's the matter with you? Well, it's so much fun making up with you. I'm trying to start another fight. Put up your juice. <laughs> morning. I promised George I'd have nothing more to do with getting Paxton married. I know. What are you going to call him? I'm not. Iris, I'm through with meddling. It gets me into too much trouble. 
about it. My nose is tied behind me. <laughs> I told Peggy to be at the hotel at five o'clock, and you're the only one who knows, Paxton. I'm sorry, Iris. I won't break my word. Well, you don't have to. What do you mean? Just go along and introduce them to me. I'll take care of the rest. Well... You won't be breaking your word. Well, all I'll say is Mr. Paxton meet Mrs. Atterbury and not another word. Here's Paxton's room, 459. Now remember, Iris, when we go in there, it's your show. I'm just the MC. Well, don't worry, girl. Leave everything to me. Hello, Mr. Paxton. Mrs. Cooper! the lobby now waiting for you. This is dark. Well, I guess the least I can do is go down and meet her. <laughs> and a boy, Dreamboat. She's wearing a red carnation. Okay. Say, I was just unpacking a whole new line of the negligee samples. Take a look, see how you like them. All right. Oh, well. You see anything that fits you, you can have it wholesale. I'll be right back. Well, don't worry. I want to try on every one of these. Okay. Iris, look at this one. Black chiffon trimmed in lace. Yeah. And look at this. Pink silk with a marabou trim. Ooh. Look, I'll go in the bedroom and try these on, and you stay in here. Okay. Iris? What? The way I see it, everybody wins. We get rid of Peggy Martin. Peggy gets Dreamboat. The bank gets the plant's business. Sheridan Falls gets the plan, and we get our clothes wholesale for the rest of our lives. <laughs> George, I hope you don't mind my insisting you come down here to the hotel and apologize to Paxton. No, I I wanted to come over anyway. I'm I'm really pretty ashamed of the way I jumped to conclusions. Uh, oh, here's his room, four five nine. Well, why don't you knock? Well, I uh, I wonder if we're not being a bit indiscreet, George. What do you mean? Well, after all, Paxton is a gay, carefree bachelor. He may not be alone. Well, shall we uh, go back to the lobby and call? Oh, no, no, no I, I guess it's all right. Yes? 
Mr. Paxton, I broke it! <laughs> Liz, what are you doing here? A- and in that outfit... Now, George, before you get mad, I want you to know I can get this wholesale. Well... <laughs> well, that's nice to know. Temper, temper, temper. Martin, and I wouldn't break my word to you. A likely story. He's downstairs with her now. That's exactly what happened. Oh, sure. Now, let's have the truth. What? The real truth. Now, just a minute. Wait a minute, Iris. All right, George. If that's what you want, that's what we'll give you. Well, it's about time. Proceed. Well, for a long time now, Iris and I have been getting sick and tired of having you two for husbands. What? What? Yeah! <laughs> what fun is it for two gorgeous creatures like us being tied to two fat old fogies like you? Old? Fat? <laughs> now, just a minute. Oh, Go on, Liz. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> well, when Paxton came into town, we realized here was a chance of a lifetime. So we threw a few things in a suitcase and came down here for our big, wild fling. <laughs> yeah? Yeah! <laughs> and later on this evening, the three of us are going to fly to Mexico City. Mexico City! <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mrs. Atterbury. Mr. Atterbury. Oh. Well, will you tell your wife and Cooper's wife I won't be back for a while? I'm going to have a drink with Peggy Moss. Hey, she's all right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, goodbye. Well, George, boy, that was Paxton. I guess the girls were telling the truth the first time. Oh, now you believe it. Yes, yes. Get ready. We'll take you home. Just a minute. For being such doubting Thomases, I think you should buy us these negligees. Well, uh, how much are they? $129.50. $137.50. 
Uh, uh, just a minute. Uh, George, George, can you come here? George. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, goodbye, girls. Goodbye. goodbye. Yes, we talked it over, and it's cheaper to let you go to Mexico City. <laughs> You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Bob Lamont speaking. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.